Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. N Parks is throwing a, uh, a new uh, festival at us starting uh, the 9th to the 31st of October. So we're just going to get it under the wire here if you can go and see it today or tomorrow. The Singapore Garden Festival Horticulture Show, the SGF Hort Show, as it's called. Joining us now, Dennis Lim, the coordinating director for festivals and events at the Singapore Botanic Gardens on the N Parks board. Uh, Dennis, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Hi, uh, thanks for having me on the program, Neil and Glenn. Absolute pleasure. You've and, got and an orange fellow, shirt. And a fellow smiling face. Yeah, you've got an orange shirt on for Halloween. Is that for Halloween or was it just lucky, a lucky draw today? Well, uh, generally I'm quite happy doing flowers and gardens and uh, basically happy Halloween festival in advance to both of you and to our listeners. Wonderful. You're the kind of guest we like yeah, on a Saturday exactly. morning. You know, bubbly and fun. <laughs> bright and cheery. Uh, and let's talk bright and cheery. Let's talk bright and cheery the singapore garden festival horticultural mm-hmm. show sgf hort show for short what is it tell us about it well sure um basically the singapore garden festival uh hot horticulture show or sgf hot show for short um basically itself is an offshoot of the main festival that we celebrate gardening in singapore mm. and we bring in designers and uh, we showcase our gardeners uh, in terms of hobbies and professionals in their traits and their skills. So for the horse show, it's a show by the locals for the locals. Brilliant. We started the show and the first edition was two years back in 2019. And that was a very successful show where we give us the confidence to hold the second show this year in, um, I would say, during the pandemic. Mm. It's challenging but this is the first time we are actually turning the show into a full virtual show. Brilliant. Nice. Virtual show means all our listeners can actually visit the show on our website, experience the show virtually, looking at the wonderful exhibits of the competition pieces, whether is it the plants, the gardens, or even the pot of orchids. They will like it and they will know which other competitors who win gold, silver, bronze, and in the, all in the comfort of their home. Brilliant, brilliant. And just, just to clarify one thing, you say locals for locals, which is fantastic. Mm. Are these hobbyist gardeners, like amateur gardeners or professional gardeners or a combination of the two? Well, it's basically a combination of the two. Mm. If you do remember Singapore, we started off as a garden city. We did. Slowly, we evolved into a city in a garden and today is a city nature and it's a biophilic city nature and for short and we already have groomed a lot a lot of our local gardeners whether you are uh, amateur heartlanders or your landed property owners you love gardening you love to plant your own edibles you plant it you grow in the farm you grow in your little plot and you bring it to the tables so we have grown a very big pool of supporters from the amateurs and they're turning into sort of a semi-professionals. And in addition, we also involve and work with a lot of these local industry partners. Mm. And these are the nursery contractors, retailers, who actually professions in terms of tree growing, plants growing. They grow wonderful edibles, wonderful orchids, and they send it for competition. 
and this also helped to boost their trades. Dennis so basically, it's really <laughs> Dennis, you should you should do everything for Ed Park. We're, we're bringing you on. I every love week, the enthusiasm. I love it, <laughs> Dennis. Now I have I just clicked on the on the website, which is endparks.gov.sg uh, backslash Singapore Garden Festival, and there's a great video on there that's showing what the experience looks like and all the pictures and flowers, and it looks like a really a, a really fascinating uh, presentation, but you know, what about those of us that actually want to get there in person and go see it? Do we still have some time today and tomorrow to go and do that to get over to Gardens by the Bay and and see it in person? Oh well, the show is actually being held now at Jurong Lake Gardens. Oh, Jurong, Lakeside excuse Gardens. me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, no worries on that. Uh, but basically, itself is because of the COVID pandemic. We will have to manage the SMM and mm. we are actually going by pre-booking mm. for the pre-registration for admission. Unfortunately, sense. all the pre-booking slots for this weekend is fully snapped up. Oh, darn. <laughs> but oh. not to worry, the excitement of the show will be fantastically captured in our videos presentation <laughs> that will still be available for our listeners like yourself, your supporters, share with your families and friends. Yeah. I would have been some and of the... for our big festival. Yeah, sure. What have been, I mean, I'm looking at your things now. You've got things like the Gardening with Edibles program, which is, of course, very important. We all know that Singapore is trying to produce more of its own foods, food supplies in the next few years. 30, is it 30 by 30? I mm. think is the, the catchphrase. What have been some of the standouts for you? Some of the benefits, some of the most uh, appreciated and uh, supported programs that you've done during this event? Well, uh, for for this event itself, we basically have uh, to support the edibles program itself. We do run the edibles competition, hmm. and so we actually have the growers or our supporters, our community gardeners, who actually submit their edibles uh, entry to compete in the show. And can you imagine? We have a thirty kilogram of a uh, winter melon that's being submitted, and you won the. Uh, sort wow. of the top in the category. Wow. And we have the longest snake god that is 255 cm. Now, now we're talking very food. Achievement. <laughs> now, people are, now people are listening. Can you just tell me again the size of those? That was extraordinary, those two you mentioned. Yes. So the winter melon, yeah. the top winner is actually weigh the heaviest or at 30 kilograms. Oh. 30 kilograms. Wow. Imagine a 30 kilogram winter melon. How many bowls of soup you can boil? Yeah. And it's fantastic. <laughs> and the longest snake got is even longer than myself as a human height, 255 cm. So it takes a lot of challenge, but the growers, they are very, very enthusiastic. The minute they hear that we are running the competition in October, as early as March, they have started growing and mm. prime their produce wow. to compete for this festival. So where do they grow and them, do- Dennis? Sorry, where do they grow them? On their on their gardens? On their and then what? They bring them to you? How does it work? I'm curious. Oh, okay. So basically, itself, uh, a lot of these gardeners, uh, they do have their own little uh, gardening plot mm. if they stay in the landed. But a lot of them actually comes together in our community gardens. The so they come together, yeah. they have a little plot to themselves as a community, a very good bonding space. Mm. They will grow the edibles produced. And when we call for the entry for pre-registration, they will basically harvest it at their farm or at a plot. They deliver all the way to the showgrounds under the scrutiny of the judges to measure the plant, to check on the quality of the produce, to make sure that it's not really damaged before it can be actually judged. 
to see mm. whether does it really deserve the world, or, or would, I wouldn't say the world, maybe in future, one day, they might be the world's longest, thank God, but basically itself, they are trying their uh, very brilliant. hard. In fact, they're hoping to go into the Guinness World Record in future. Fantastic. Dennis, you're going to go in the Guinness Book yeah. of World Records for our happiest guest, guest today. Uh, we're talking to Dennis Lim, the coordinating director of festivals and events at the Port Botanic Gardens and National Parks Board. And I notice on the, uh, on the Singapore Garden Festival website, Website. You also have the e-marketplace in partnership with Shabi mm. and SGF uh, e-marketplace where people can get online and actually buy products as, or buy, you know, plants and things. Is that right? Tell us how that works. Yes, perfectly. Basically, itself, uh, over the last two years, I guess most of us spend more time on our laptop than in the physical space, mm. in the retail mall, in the brick and mortar shop. So we like to basically just click here and there and soup, we pay for the products. So riding on this enthusiastic kind of uh, impulse buying, we also jump onto the bandwagon. We decide to partner our uh, one of the co- uh, e-commerce platforms, Shopee Singapore. Mm-hmm. Because in the past of the Garden Festival, we have the retail stores where people like to feel touched before they buy the plants. Mm. But not, I would say, they probably times have changed. So a lot of people are so used to buying online. So with Shopee, we bring our vendors online to their platform and they created their little shop flan on the e-commerce ba- uh, bandwagon and basically self the retailers just offer their plants offer their wares offer their packs of soil their fertilizers even garden furnitures and uh, as far as we hope that in future we can work with Shopee to even bring in international vendors onto our e Singapore Garden Festival marketplace mm. where users in Singapore they can buy plants as far as Amazonia they can buy plants from Equigenera wow. in terms of all those variegated plants that a lot of collectors in Singapore are now collecting so that is actually our dream to big, make it big for the e marketplace. Well, you mentioned the gardening marketplace here. One one sort of final question from me, Dennis, and something I've noticed, I'm sure Glenn has as well. Whether you live in a landed property or a, a three room flat, HDB flat, the love of gardening, the spread of green fingers yeah. in Singapore, it is one of the most wonderful developments I've seen. People love it. Love Hort garden. Park opening up, the allotments you mentioned. I go to Pongal Park and all of those allotted spaces, plots that you mentioned, they're busy, they're thriving. The, the community gardeners, they interact, they chat, they hang out, they have tea, they compare their vegetables. It's wonderful. I, I don't know if you have any statistics or anything like that, but are you, I'm sure you're seeing this. I, I don't know if you can measure it in terms of numbers, in terms of uh, participants, but what is N Park seeing? Are you seeing this this rise in a real love of gardening in Singapore? Definitely, because uh, since we launched, for example, the community in Bloom, the mm. CIB in short, in about more than 15 years ago, and today we actually have a lot, a lot of community gardeners come on to come together to actually wanted to create or start up their community gardens, whether in their companies, in their homes, uh, along the streets, in private landed. And even today, over the years, we have also bring in a lot of different kind of uh, nature-related kind of initiatives from terrariums, balcony gardens, even vertical greening, and also now we brought in nanotanks and aquascaping where water meets nature. 
And uh, there's a growing trend. A lot of these youngsters, they like to actually create their little aquarium, terrarium. They see the waters, they have the fishes, they have the water plants. It's really very therapeutic. So yeah. we're seeing these growing trends uh, that is happening right now. And MPAX is not stop short. We are continuing, continuing to actually push out a lot of these initiatives with the latest therapeutic gardens. It's mental health this month and it's very good. And it's just at that we have the Singapore largest therapeutic garden. We just opened in Jurong Lake Gardens yeah. last weekend. Wow. So do come and see the therapeutic garden and experience for yourself. We have a lot of programs lining up, coast-to-coast cycling. We want people to enjoy nature. Mm. Step up your house, breathe the fresh air, forget about COVID, and we live with COVID. <laughs> Dennis, do you know what is a benefit for mental health? You. You are a benefit for mental health, You're my friend. You're our own therapeutic garden right here on this show. Hey, Dennis, last quick question. We, we do have to go, but LL Tan, one of our regular uh, listeners, is asking on Facebook Live, will more land plots be open for the public for the community gardens good question as there are very limited slots right now to grow um you know they uh, that is something that a lot of folks have asked good about question are, does end parks deal with that or is that hdb or how does that work do you oh. know if there are more more plots will be opened Definitely, we are definitely looking into uh, working on more plots as long as our space available or uh, we can make use of it. So look out for our website and our announcements. Definitely, we are into the pipeline of developing more areas and having more programs for our listeners to join us to participate in our green initiatives. Great. Brilliant. Dennis, next time you come on, cheer up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you need to... You need... <laughs> oh, you're, you're a breath of fresh air, Dennis, really. Fantastic. And green. And fresh green. air and green. Fresh air and green. Right, I'd have you on every week, Dennis. Thank Thanks. you so much. Thanks to oh, Dennis. Oh, sure. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you. Dennis Lim, the coordinating Bye-bye. director of festival at uh, Botanic Gardens and, and Parks Board. Wonderful. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.